Hello and welcome to the Life Enchanted podcast. We're on a mission to optimize our lives through faith, health, wisdom, and much more. Thank you for joining us on our journey. Here now is our host, Nick Carlisle. What is good, my beautiful friends? Nick Carlisle here, ex-high school teacher turned holistic life coach and podcaster. Welcome to Life Enchanted. I hold my master's degree in education, and that is exactly the purpose of this podcast, to help educate you about all things faith, health, interesting, and optimizing. If you haven't already, go check out my Instagram, at nick.carlisle, that is. I am very active on there and would love to connect with you personally. Also, please consider leaving a rating and review of this podcast on whatever platform you're using. That helps me grow the show and spread the word. And lastly, I have a free 25-page wellness guide on my website that I think you'll find a ton of value in. Feel free to download yours at www.mylifeenchanted.com slash connect. With that said, let's get into the episode. What is good, my friends? Nick Carlisle here. Stoked to be back with you. This episode is going to piggyback off of the previous episode, the last episode I did, that was all about a concentration practice. Go ahead and listen to that if you haven't. It lays quite a bit of groundwork for what we are going to talk about here. But I want to take it a step further. And we're going to continue in this vein of meditation. And I just want to say up front that meditation, again, means so many different things to so many different people, and that's okay. There's a lot of ambiguity there, and that is okay. And as you start to develop your own practice, or if you have your own practice, then you will become aware or already are aware that everyone's practice is different. And really, there are a bunch of different ways to do meditation. There's a bunch of different levers we can pull that benefit us. So the last episode I talked about this idea of a concentration practice of pulling the concentration lever during meditation to practice concentrating so that we develop our concentration muscle in our brain so that we're easily able to focus on the kingdom of God and what's true and beautiful and right so that we're able to redirect our minds, focus on truth, right? Abide in the vine, experience the presence of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit, right? Which is what we are all after, these feelings of joy and peace. And I want to talk about a different lever today that I like to pull in meditation, and this involves your future. So the process is going to be the same. We want to sit somewhere by ourselves, preferably in the AM, with good posture. We want to close our eyes. We want to start breathing deeply in through the nose, out the mouth, in through the nose, out the mouth. Get ourselves calm, parasympathetic. And what's helpful to make this even quicker to help us get parasympathetic and calm and kind of balance our brain waves is some type of gratitude, incorporating some type of gratitude, especially if we're going to pull this future visualization, visualization <laughs> lever. It's important to get your heart and your brain in sync, cohesive, in the right place. So as you start to calm yourself, I would encourage you to start 
thinking of things that you're grateful for, specific things. These can be events. These can be even things that you have, like the couch that you're sitting on, the you know air conditioning in your house, whatever. These can be faces of people that come into your mind, just gratitude for these people. Give yourself a couple minutes of just doing this, of just running these people and places and things and events and stuff through your mind so that you really start to come down and enter this energy of gratitude. And as you get there and as you feel that kind of wash over you and as you really get parasympathetic, I want you to start thinking, imagining beautiful futures and what that looks like to you. I want you to use your imagination to think of and let your brain go to these beautiful places where you are thriving. You're killing it on that stage giving that speech. You're laughing in that social situation. You're executing that perfect golf swing completely at peace as you do it and confident. You are remaining calm while your kid is freaking out. You're enjoying yourself on a date night with the spouse. There's so many possibilities here. And this is the beauty of the imagination that God gave us, right? We can use that for whatever we want, really. So the idea here is to let your imagination go into the future, identify what a beautiful future looks like to you, and then bring that into the present moment. And the key point here, my friends, is to let those visualizations create feelings in the present moment in your body. That is the key point to all of this. Because when it goes from head knowledge, from intellect into the body, it becomes experiential knowing. And it creates a pathway in your body, a remembrance, a memory of something that you can then live into in the future. Your body will remember the feeling of laughing in those social situations or of delivering that confident presentation or whatever it is. Your body already has that information stored and what you're doing is creating this pathway, this beautiful pathway for you to live into instead of operating from I'm scared of the past, avoiding a scary past. Most people go about their lives trying to avoid a scary past. A lot of this occurs subconsciously through traumas and experiences and stuff like that that I've talked about. And most people are unaware why they feel so stressed and uneasy at all times. It's because they're trying to avoid a scary past, right? What happened then, those things that those people said to me when I failed that one time or what I did yesterday or whatever it is. There's a lot of shame and guilt and fear. But when we pull this lever of visualizing beautiful futures, it creates this pathway of a beautiful future for you to live into instead of avoiding a scary past. Visualizing beauty, visualizing love, visualizing what you want Letting those visualizations create energy in the present moment in your body to really feel it. It's visceral. The chemistry in your body changes because you are so rested. You're so deep in meditation. You're so hyper-focused on this future beauty 
that it tricks your mind to think that it's occurring now, that you are experiencing it. And when that happens, it floods your body of these chemicals, the physiology changes, and it creates this new memory, this new pathway again, that is much easier for you to live into now because you've already been there. You've already done it. My friends, quick pause. So last year during spring break, I brought the family down to Carmel by the Sea, which is this little town in Monterey. It's where Pebble Beach Golf Course is. It's like the most magical and beautiful and cutest place I've ever been to. Anyways, in the midst of downtown, their little downtown area there, among all the shops and restaurants and art galleries, there's this men's boutique. And I was walking by it with the family and I was tractor beam, just sucked right into these t-shirts that I saw out of the corner of my eye, these t-shirts that were hanging up. So I'm like, hold on, babe, let me go in here real quick. I go in there, these earth tones of blue and gray and green and white shirts are just like staring at me. I'm like, what are these shirts? And the employee kind of looks at me, knows I'm kind of enamored by them. And he's like, dude, these shirts are a game changer. These things are handmade in LA. Each piece is handmade. And this is the only place on earth that you can buy them. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I look at the price tag. They're expensive. I'm like, I'll be the judge of this. Let me try one on. I'm looking at the stitching. They got like split hem on the bottom, but it's not huge. It's just, it looks amazing, but I had to try it on for myself because it's all about the fit. I go into the fitting room, put this thing on. My mind just explodes. Not too slim, a little bit oversized, but also keeps the fit super durable, thicker, high quality stitching is on point. You can tell that this thing will legitimately last a hundred years if I just take care of it, right? So I'm like, oh my gosh. So I end up buying one of them and I vowed to myself that I'm going to redo my closet at some point and go minimalist style and only wear these t-shirts. Fast forward to right now, I have 10 of these t-shirts hanging in my closet and I am only wearing them. I can wear them to church. I can wear them on date night. I wear them coaching. I wear them all the time. They are so versatile and so beautiful and so amazing. They don't even offer discounts. I'm not even going to give you a discount code here. I'm just simply telling you about how rad they are because I want to bless your life with them. So get yourself one. You will not be disappointed. The company is called Carbon California. Carbon-California is the website. You can search Carbon California on Google. You'll find them. Hit me up if you have questions about them. I will also put the link in the show notes. Okay, so let me recap a second. In meditation, we're getting calm. We're sitting posture upright. We're taking deep breaths in through the nose, out the mouth. We're going through some gratitude, really calming our systems down, getting our brain and heart in a coherent place, really like abiding in love, getting the love going through our body. And then we're taking that and we're using it to then imagine this beautiful future, whatever it looks like. And we're really allowing that beautiful future, that imagination to take over and create feelings inside of our body. And we let those feelings really flow through us, through our heart, through our chest, through our arms, through our fingers, down into our legs. And we really feel it. And we hold on to that beautiful feeling, that cascade of chemicals as long as we can. We hold on to it. Then we create it again. And we keep creating that over and over and over again for however long you've dedicated to sit. Right before this episode, I did 20 minutes and I just wanted to do it prior to coming in here because I knew it was going to help me. 
and I thought this would give me even more to talk about, and I would be coming directly out of the experience and would be feeling more at peace and calm. And what I did in that in that visualization session that I had was 20 minutes again, and I went through the exact process that I just talked to you about, was visualize me executing this podcast well, was visualizing me having, it's 9 a.m. right now, having a good day today, a productive day of getting the stuff that I need to get done, done. I visualize my interactions with my kids when I pick them up from school. I visualize my interactions at soccer practice later. I visualize me making dinner around the kitchen with the kids there and them playing and stuff like that and how I would show up. I visualized all these things. And it's much more likely that all of those are going to happen now because I was deep in that mental model of those things occurring. To stack something even more powerful on top of this process, something else that I integrated in, is this idea, and this is a game changer, my friends, this idea of gospel meditations. Gospel meditations. Follow me here. We long to know God. Your heart longs to experience God, to feel God, to know Him, to abide, right? Abide in the vine to be in communion with God, in union with Him. And most of us have head knowledge about God, intellectual knowledge about Him, like who He is, what the Bible says He is, what the, what the different verses mean about Him. He's full of grace, He's full of love, He's full of mercy, right? Like we know this intellectual information about Him, but that has an endpoint that isn't super transformative doesn't come into the body. It's not experiential knowing, right? Intellect can only get us so far. The knowing that changes us deeply is experiential knowing, right? Like I can, I can experience the love that my wife has for me. And that is so powerful. It's ineffable. I can't, I can't even explain it to someone. I just know it's there. I've experienced it right? It's not about the intellectual knowledge. Yeah, she loves me because, you know, she cleans up the bathroom every once in a while, or she, you know, supports me or whatever. Like, there's words that could be used, but they're, they're incomplete. It's this experiential knowing that is so much more powerful and life-changing and transformative And it really impacts our subconscious and our mind and how we operate and what we truly believe, our deepest beliefs. Okay, so applying that to our relationship with God, we want that experiential knowing with the Father. We want that transformational energy inside of our body, that body knowledge that we are loved, right? And that we are in the vine. And one way to achieve this and make this more of a reality for ourselves is practicing what's called gospel meditations. So check this out. Jesus is the image of the invisible God, right? It says that, you know, all over the Bible, Jesus is God in the flesh, the human Jesus. And the gospels are full of all these beautiful stories of the three years of Jesus's ministry when he's encountering these different people and having these conversations and saying these things, walking around in the ancient Near East. And in meditation, what we can do, and this is so beautiful, stay with me, 
is when we are deeply parasympathetic, when we're breathing deeply, when we're full of gratitude, when we have the physiological change of the love in us, we can also visualize these stories of Jesus and place ourselves there with him, standing next to him, seeing him call out to the fishermen on the water. Hey, he's smiling. Come here. Come over here. Come follow me. Drop your nets. Come follow me. And they recognize this dude's divinity. I have chills right now just thinking about it. I'm creating this feeling right now as I'm talking to you. But picturing yourself being on that beach next to Jesus, God in the flesh, and seeing the love in his eyes, the love coming out of his body, the words he's using, the peace that he has, the divinity that is there. Really experiencing that in your imagination will help you turn that into experiential knowing of the Father, experiential love. You're creating a new pathway, a new bodily knowing that is in truth, that is in the vine, that is in love. Another story from Jesus that I love to do this with is the rich young ruler. It's this prince who's stupid wealthy, it sounds like, and he comes up to Jesus and basically says like, look, I'm doing everything. What else do I need to do? to have eternal life, to be with you, to experience the kingdom. And Jesus looks at him and he says, go and sell everything. Surrender it all, dude, and come with me. Get rid of it, dude. Surrender everything and come with me. The story ends with the rich young ruler walking away sad because he had many possessions. And he couldn't do it. But visualizing myself as someone observing that interaction of God, of Jesus, asking this dude, like, surrender it all, dude, and you have what you want. Just give it all up. Surrender your life and come be with me. But allowing my imagination to picture Jesus' face as he says that, the grace, the love, the smile, the acceptance, the invitation. It's so powerful. And again, it creates chemistry inside of your body. And that chemistry is going to leave an imprint on your nervous system and on your mind. It's going to change things for you. It's going to change your identity. Another story that I love to meditate on about Jesus, a gospel meditation that's really powerful. It's towards the end of his earthly life when he's in the garden. He's about to be surrendered to the Romans who are going to crucify him. He knows this. And Peter starts acting a fool as the the guards come to get Jesus. Peter takes out his sword and cuts this dude's ear off. (laughs) like, Jesus, I got you. Let's fight this off. And Jesus just kind of looks at him and says, like, this is my cup, dude. This is what, this is what has been given to me. 
I got to do this. And Jesus embodies that surrender. This is what it is. This is what the Father is calling me towards. And I might not understand it, but I know it's for good. And I know the Father has me. This is my cup, man. And really placing myself in that garden and and visualizing Jesus communicate this to Peter is so powerful. Is so powerful. But it's hard to do that. It's hard to visualize those things when we have these racing thoughts, when we're stressed out, when we're over-caffeinated, when we're not making space and time to have some solo time to ourselves, some isolation. The Bible says that Jesus often withdrew to the lonely place, right? Often withdrew. He would go in, he'd engage, he'd converse, he'd cast out demons, he'd heal, but then he'd peace out. He'd go find a mountain. (laughs) He would go find a mountain and pray and be connected to the Father and gain more energy, more clarity, more wisdom. It's like a power up. And this is really how I see meditation. But we have to be disciplined. I know it's not convenient. I know it's not easy. I have three kids under the age of seven and a full-time working wife. And I have a full-time job myself. It's not easy. But I can find 20 minutes. I can find 15 minutes. And I can do the work in those 15 to 20 minutes that are going to pay me so many more dividends throughout my day than I can even imagine. And if we stack that day after day after day, we keep doing it. We keep being disciplined in that. We start to see significant change. The way you start to interface with the world is completely different. So I urge you guys, start to develop and play with this idea of visualizations, right? In meditation, while you are calm, visualizing gospel stories, visualizing beautiful futures, visualizing whatever it is you want to. But again, the key is to let it create a feeling, feelings in your body in the present moment. And that is how change happens. All right, my friends, I hope this was helpful. I love you all. I'm praying for you all. Stay connected to the vine. It really comes down to managing your mind. Your mind creates your reality. And again, this is the stuff I love to coach on. I love to go into, especially the subconscious mind. Check out uh, my website if you haven't. Leave me a rating and possibly a review of the podcast if you haven't. I'd appreciate it a lot. All right, y'all. Peace. A special thanks to King's Kaleidoscope for the music heard throughout this episode. Also, a big shout out to Capital Floats, aka my favorite sensory deprivation and float tank facility in Northern California. I'm a frequent user there, and the experience is always transformative to say the least. If you're interested in floating and live in Northern Cal, make sure you use promo code LIFEENCHANTED with no spaces at checkout on their website. You'll save a whopping 40% off your first float, and you will not find that deal anywhere else. Also, in regards to some of the content shared in these episodes, make sure you always consult your doctor before making any sudden diet or lifestyle changes. If you're interested in connecting with me, you can find me on Instagram at nick.carlisle or send me an email nick at mylifeenchanted.com. 
前。